everybody. My name is Tony Barnes. I'm a father, husband, realtor with Keller Williams Pinehurst, professional musician, ambassador for Military Foundation, Camp Resilient, North Carolina, and corporate leader for Patriot Foundation. I've always been fascinated by people. Everyone I meet, I try to hear as much of their story in whatever brief moment in time we share. Even the most average-seeming human could have a captivating story. This show is about unlocking the stories of the people that I've been fortunate enough to meet and those whose names have positively influenced the communities they serve that maybe I haven't met yet, but can't wait to. This show is simply called More or Less with Tony Barnes. More is in Moore County, the beautiful southern North Carolina community that many of us call home. And because some of these stories need to be shared much more. Less, as in less serious, lighthearted conversations with one-of-a-kind humans about how they do more. That's, that's a, oh, a, huge, yes. a huge foul. That's all right. Party yeah. foul. That's all good. No, well, so what we're here, uh, we just talked for no, only about yeah, 30 a couple, seconds. A couple minutes. We can, re- we can recreate the magic. Okay. Right? Yeah. Just That never happens. <laughs> That doesn't ever happen. Rewind, rewind. Normally we start early and then we, you know, then we're all of a sudden recording. But. Jeff, you didn't think you were doing like a professional thing here, right? Uh, no. <laughs> hey, off the grip, man. We're good. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. I'm talking about people getting raised IQs over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Happens. Yeah. Well, well, our, ours just fell a little bit. Clearly, <laughs> clearly the temporary has gone. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. Well, we're here with this mysterious, immaculate voice over here is the Dr. Jeff Moody the second because the first time I forgot to put that on there I didn't know you See, didn't I'm just still to used to calling you Jeff Moody you yeah. know or, or Moody yeah. you know so uh but now there's a doctor and a two in yeah. there well the two has already been there yeah, for a while been but, there you know, for the, what how? the doctors 40 years yeah. <laughs> 40 years yeah. yeah and the doctor's been how, how many years uh three years three years, three years yeah. in August yeah oh congratulations yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah his IQ is definitely probably Somewhere above ours. Uh, somewhere. Right. <laughs> so, I, I, I just found my lane. There you go. It's a little higher in my lane. That's right. Yeah, I so, don't know. That yeah. could be an in, indicative of high IQ, too. If you find your lane and stick to it. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> that's right. Very hey, true. Everybody's got a little niche. Is that yeah. how you say it now? Yeah. I used to call it niche, but uh, niche is like the cliche. fancy way of yeah. saying it now. French. Niche. Yeah. Niche. Niche. Jeff found his niche, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is Dr. Jeff Moody the second, and uh, we were just talking about leave the embarrassing stories to yourself, Jeff, um, about our Pinecrest High School days. You can tell some, just keep them G-rated, and uh, you know. But tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, you know, we tell them. Make sure you tell the Horace Grant joke again because that was pretty funny. I thought so. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I met uh, Tony back in second grade, third grade, playing recreational basketball, and uh, first walking to the gym. <laughs> And we're like looking at the team over there, and it's—I won't name some of the other guys, uh, but yeah, it's like wow, we already knew we had them under control. Um, That's uh, terrible. And Tony had Tony had some thick goggles, <laughs> and I didn't think kids played in those things because I thought everybody could kind of, you know, see kind of the same, or they would have protect his eyes. I just remember saying, "Man, this is a little weird." But <laughs> that's right. Years later, we became very good friends, though. That's right. Um, and, uh, yeah, even even watched him play some of his first gigs too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he's always been a big supporter, so I appreciate yeah. that for sure. When I stepped out of my uh, my little Horace Grant uh, <laughs> steel framed wraparound glasses days, you know, those were you know it built confidence though. You know, I was I, w- I was shy for a while, but you know, I think going through that, you know, yeah. you just have yeah. to kind of like yeah, you can grin and bear it. You know, there. 
Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I'll go up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but I did. I don't have hair now, but I did have some really awesome hair back in the he day. Did. He did. I had the wave. I had the wave. Had a nice hairline. That's know? right. It yeah. was perfect. Yeah. yeah, blonde hair. You know, and my dad used to. He started spraying it with. Uh, you know the, the the hardcore hairspray and then after a while i never had to spray it anymore because it just it just waved itself up you know it just stayed that way forever it was like permanent you know that's probably why i'm bald now you're spraying some sort yeah, of crap chemical, yeah. yeah you're right but uh yeah i remember those days um but that was oh, that was good yeah so uh fast forward a little bit and uh so actually if you want to tell us a little bit about your, your family your family's been here for quite a while right yeah um family's been here for a while um parents graduated from pinecrest in 1975 um, my mom loved her to death, but she was not an athlete, which is fine. Mm. Uh, but um, I have two sisters. Um, um, one's seven years older, one's two years older, um, and they all still live here locally. I got um, four nephews, one niece between those two sisters, and probably one of the biggest things people know about our family is the running. Um, my dad was a real good runner in the seventies. Um, he did real well, even qualified for the Olympics, um, in 1980, but they boycotted that year. And, um, but he became a gym teacher around here and I kind of look at it as if, if he would have made it, I might not be here. And he says the same thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you better be. <laughs> I'm all right with that. And, uh, I did track and basketball in high school and then did track in college at UNC Pembroke and, yeah, and went to personal training for 10 years and then eventually moved to St. Louis to do chiropractic school. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you went, so you said you were, you went to UNC Pembroke, that's right. Yeah, you said yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, St. Louis. How, how was that experience, you know? St. Louis, um, probably if, if I didn't have what I had here as a job, I would have stayed there. Mm-hmm. It was just that nice of a city. They they welcome you. You didn't meet a stranger. Um, very it kind of remind me of this area. Very homely. I live right in Chesterfield, which is very similar to Pinehurst, Southern Pines. Yes. Um, but uh, their sports teams are what's big, and we don't. We're not like a sports town here. Mm-hmm. I was 15 minutes from the stadium, and wow. game day, everybody gets together, and only places that are like open. Are places that can benefit off of it. So most places either like close down and you go to the game or you go watch the game somewhere. So mm-hmm. you're still giving money to either like a local like uh, sports bar or eatery type place, mm-hmm. or you're, it's your place that the people are coming into. Nice. And it just happens and it's like clockwork and, uh, and they do a lot in the community. So yeah. Yeah. Here's St. Louis. I know firsthand, like you know, I was telling you earlier, Ryan Harris, you know, buddy of mine, that we went to Nashville together and he just somehow randomly adopted the Cardinals as his favorite baseball team. And he was wearing that St. Louis hat just about every day. So I yeah. can see it's a very big part of the community there. One of the things, too, I think what separates it, it's a it's a small city compared to like New York or, uh, you know, L.A. And you could walk into um, like the grocery store. and You're going to see one of them in there. And another thing, too, they don't have that many um, separate communities. Like, you know, you have, like, gated communities or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really exist up there. So you live amongst amongst each other. So, um, yeah, I mean, you see Matt Carpenter in Deerberg's. You know, it's just, it's just like – so the cool thing about it is – and people don't um, rush them when they see them because it's like they live amongst us, so we don't got to – they don't bug them at all. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and it's just, like I said, it's just a homely feeling, man. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I can see it very similar. Maybe I mean obviously a lot smaller, but Green Bay. Yeah, you kind of get that feeling that you know it's just a streak. This is a stadium right down the street. It's your neighbor, you know. Literally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got, you know, I don't know if you ever saw Aaron Rodgers. I don't imagine probably did somewhere, but yeah. um, you know, I don't know. Nashville is like that. Nashville yeah. is not a huge city, but has you know used to see when I lived there. You, you'd see I saw Keith Urban and mm-hmm. you know a lot of the stars. You know Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban when I was there used to come out all the time, go to the movie theater and go to the the little uh, breakfast place down near the uh, university Vanderbilt. We used to see them all the time and mm-hmm. they were super nice. You know just yeah. to say hello. I remember I was standing next to I can't remember what his name is, but he's not a big star, but I just happened to be in the bathroom. You know, and this big tall dude with a cowboy hat and boots on. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm not. I mean, I was just like. Oh, who's that guy? Oh, that guy's he sings. I've seen him. Like, it's like crazy how you just you yeah. see people out. You know that's that's what I like about that that city too. So that's yep. a cool place. Um, so uh, you know we we are all very we grew up here together. You know in, in the Pinehurst area, um, and uh, I'm trying to get people on here that um, you know that have a big part of the community either now or then or have for a while. And, and you are a big part of the community. I feel like. I want to call you Mayor Moody, you know, because you are you're like the mayor. You know what I'm saying? You're out, you're you're out and about. You know, everybody ta- is like, you know, first thing something happens around town, you're like, man, Jeff, do you hear what's going on? Yeah, oh yeah, I already know about it, man. Yeah, you know, they texted me 30 minutes ago. You know, that's that's Jeff. You know, so whenever something happens, I'm like, Jeff, what's up, man? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So it speaks to your personality. You're a very uh, likable person. So yeah. You know, I, I, I used to be shy though, man. Oh yeah. So the the early classmates from Pinehurst Elementary would know this. Uh, I didn't break out of my shell until uh, seventh grade, man. Oh wow. Chorus. Uh, Miss Murray, Van Murray's wife. Uh, I, I sang in chorus. And, you did? Oh yeah. What? I was like all in it, man. But I was good in the classroom. Uh-huh. But when we got out, to, like had to go do stuff. I didn't want to do my solo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, never forget it, man. Eighth grade, we went to the village. And we sang at the Villager, mm-hmm. and she was like, next up is Jeff Moody, second, singing a solo. And I went and I did it, and I was like, okay, nice. this is all right. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of like that. And from then on, it was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. You can, and it was more of a uh, cohesiveness after that. Mm-hmm. So then I sang in the talent show, uh, Sing my girl in the talent show in the eighth grade. What? How did I not know this about you? Yeah, man. come on now. Yeah, and then uh, all county chorus. I was singing, lead to the solo out of Pinecrest. Ryan Regan and all them when they brought everybody together. Wow. Oh yeah. And then got to Pinecrest. Well, take that back. My career ended early. <laughs> oh no. This is a funny story. Um, <laughs> uh, they had like tryouts for chorus, and I was told by the chorus teacher at the time I had to pick between sports. And chorus. Oh, uh, yeah. It's hmm. a no cool. brain. It was a <laughs> yeah. no brain. I'm talking like it, I told him no. He still came to the school, and this was an embarrassing moment. And uh, Miss <laughs> Murray, if you're out there, I'd still apologize for what I did. <laughs> Eighth grade, he shows up to the school with like four people, and I'm supposed to sing for him. And I wore some sweatpants turned inside out, some fatigued Chuck Taylor shoes. I had on a stocking cap, and I had on a, a sh- like a raggedy shirt. And I got my feet up on her desk when he walks in. And <laughs> he was like, uh, where's Chef Moody at? And I said, right here, and I'm not singing for you. Oh, no. <laughs> and Miss Murray, oh, man, you know, that was just oh. <laughs> And uh, they sang, and I just sat there and laughed. 
And, oh, no. and that was the audition. <laughs> and then I and some of those guys singing, I played AAU ball with them. So when we went to practice later on that day, I was like, yeah, they came and sang for me. How how condescending was that back then, though? Uh, yeah. And yeah. My, <laughs> well, my, your kid. You well, know. my dad, he, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, hey. So that, end, that ended my singing career. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 So I get it. You know. That's why you never heard about it. Yeah. Well, that sucks, man. I, you know, can you sing for us? <laughs> man, if you start breaking out my girl right now, I, I just feel like, no, come a little, on. A little, a little blue from Temptations, but no, nah, yeah. I'm good. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I see with me is very similar like I, I was very shy you know for a while when i was younger and then i sort of broke out a little bit of that shyness in middle school and then when i got you know uh late middle school and early you know i kind of was shy, shyer but uh high school really started stepping out a little bit but uh you know same thing you know you just you start doing things and you you know you get out there and you and you realize oh man this is cool i can do this and like we're talking about with our left side right side brain or whatever if you start doing different things uh, you start it feels good it start mm-hmm. you feel confidence you yeah. know and and uh and not, it's hard for a lot of people to to really f- to be able to do a lot of those things and, and some people never get out of their shell and they're just it's the routine and they're they don't want to mess with that you know and it's, i think it's really um eye-opening to be able to do so many things or try things and not be so afraid to do it oh, yeah. you know yeah. i mean you learn that you're shot you're afraid you everybody has fear when you start something new but yeah. but when you get used to stepping out of that and you you get used to that fear and manage it yeah man you can do anything you know that's kind of what happened to me with school um uh, I'd never been. I'd never been to St. Louis or Missouri at all. And uh, the time for me at first elf was coming to an end just because of the way things were going, um, just with um, budgets and stuff. And I sent out six emails to six chiropractic schools, and only one responded with the actual email versus a generated email. It was a person, mm-hmm. and um, and I said, "Oh, okay. Well, the school said it would fly me up there," hmm. and. I literally um, text Jason Clues, who's the owner of Pontus Chiropractic, where I'm at now. I said, hey, buddy, I think I'm going to try chiropractic instead of PA school because that was going to be my first choice. And uh, he said, well, where are you going? I said, Logan, I'm going up there in a couple weeks. And he took me out to dinner um, back in 2014. Hickory Tavern offered me a, to join the practice then. Hmm. Uh, and I gave First Health a year and a half notice. So I didn't leave until 2016. Hmm. But when I flew up to the school, it was it was amazing when I was up there. But that was the only school that ever responded with a person. So, but he didn't have any idea I was leaving looking at it. And ironically, that's where he and his father went. Mm. Yeah. So he tells oh, wow. me he tells me that, and I'm like, this school could have been in Alaska. I probably would have went. You know, just because if they went there, and I know I know what type of people they are and philosophy they have, and it, it's worked out so well. But that's not by chance. That's that's from the good Lord stepping in, man. So oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. And I'm, you know, whether you believe in you know, what religion or whatever you believe in, I'm I'm a firm believer. For me personally, and I accept anybody else's whatever they want to believe. But for me, you know, it, I feel like there's been a whole lot of divine inter- intervention in my life. Uh, you know, especially when we're talking about with my mom. You know, like just the things that happened. You know, with yeah. her brain surgery and just from within a three week period went from uh, all is great. You know, and just oh have a brain tumor and then like what and then three weeks later surgery eight hour surgery and all that and 
she's doing great. She's in, her and my dad are on a cruise ship right now. Really? And what's crazy is I was we were supposed to go on a cruise the week she had surgery, the weekend yeah. she had surgery. Yeah. All of us, my family and her, and I was really looking forward to that because I don't, you know, I'm gonna spend as much time with my parents as I can and with the oh, grandkids yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it just happened, and we're like, wow. But then they were able to, you know, th- that's about three and a half, four months later, she's now on a cruise ship with my dad. I wish I was there, but and so your dad's taking time off work. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's he's started taking. He's got luckily he's got you know he's had this one guy Kenny um, who's been working for him for like. 20 years thank yeah. god for him man yeah. what a blessing yeah. to our family because he's been a, a loyal you know employee and everything and a great guy and then you know over the years he's had some that have stayed one or another employee that stayed one or two years or something like that and he's got a guy right now that's newer but it's kind of been on for a little while so it's great you know that he can he can do that because he's 71 now no no i think he's yeah he's 71 now so you know, yeah, me, he's me. still laying tile. It's like, man, that's hard work. You well, know? you think about it. Well, um, I talked with him um, the week of your sister's wedding. Oh, okay. You were playing. And mm-hmm. I remember I said, uh, Mr. Barnes, you know it's supposed to rain on Friday. And the look on his face was like, what? And he said, we got to go. Because they were planning on it was going to be raining hard that Friday. And he had to make some changes uh, with that. And. Because, you know, he said he wasn't going to mess his daughter's uh, his daughter's thing up. So mm-hmm. he got out of there, and I asked him, did he have the decoder outside? He was like, nah, we don't drive that, like, you know, like that. I just use that for work. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my dad, man, his his trucks, I mean, um, you know, he, he's – and I love it for him. You know, he, they raised three kids and, you know, blue-collar family and all that. And, um, you know, money was tight for a while, you know. and I mean, he made good money laying tile, but – you know, he he never spent money on vehicles. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, and, he got Dodge Dakota yeah, from nineteen ninety, and no air conditioner. Or if he has it, doesn't use it. I know he had two of them. So the story with this is, <laughs> I literally from high school through college, through my get my master's degree, out of college, working ten years of first health, I would go down and I would be running or something like right there by the plaza. And I see that elbow sticking out of the truck. <laughs> and I was like, that's the hardest working man in Moore County. And and one day I was like, man, that looks like Tony's dad. And then literally I said, man, is your pops driver? He's like, yeah, he has two of them. <laughs> one he uses for, he started using one for parts. But yeah, his dad, and he still has it though. It's like, <laughs> yeah. he said, it's a good truck. I'm like, I hear you. Like, <laughs> yeah. 500,000 miles later. Yeah. And he also said, too, the reason why he doesn't like using the AC is because he works out in the heat. And it makes sense. Your your body can adapt to the atmosphere. But if you if you keep on going like an air conditioning, you'll, you'll actually sweat more and uh, work harder. So mm-hmm. either way, I told him, you know, my dad retired. Uh, 15 years ago, he just plays video games and runs. So, nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. My dad, and you know, certainly, you know, uh, hard working man for sure. You know, the work ethic and all that from him, you know, hopefully, eventually rubbed off on me when I was younger. I was not, not well, I did know that I, uh, working with my dad enough times when I was younger, I knew that I did not want to lay tile for a living. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't do that, man. Yeah. I guess, you know, and I, I had other talents, you know, yeah. um, and yeah. thank God, I pursued those but uh yeah my dad man is not afraid of work no nah, for sure nah, he's not um but he always loves he's always talking about you whenever he's like man is jeff gonna be there like yeah man he still has a, a, usually is a full head of hair 
Yeah. Full head of hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't know what happened to me, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm the only bald guy in my immediate family. I don't know what, what happened there. What about but, your mom's side? You know, my mom, even my mom's side, I don't think there's many bald. I don't, I can't name you one bald person that I know, and, like cousin, you know, aunt, uncle, you know, nobody, just not me. You, you skipped over generations. That's so. right. I, I just, I like to say that I'm, I'm special, you know, you know? And, and it created a, you know, when you're when you're bald, sort of like when you have to step out into you know your brain, when you're growing up, step out in your confidence. You know, do things that you yeah. are afraid of. Well, when you're bald, you got to do the same thing. You got to <laughs> learn how to be bald. You know, because I used to have a little bit of hair. Yeah, yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, but you know, do you tell everybody you're the bright spot in your family? <laughs> no, but I will now. That's good. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, it, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying another yard. Um, yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, you can't. That's why I'm in radio and not right. in TV. Right. You know? well, and you have to have tears that's at right. least once during each episode. So. Oh, I do. Okay. Yeah, I usually in the one crying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I cry. I it's can't. Okay. Uh, I mean, we. I cry too. You cry too. We, yeah. So do I. Have you seen that? <laughs> have I mean, you uh, seen you that? I, I cry too, man. You yeah. know. You know. Um. Uh. I can sit there sometimes and. Watch, uh, I like old westerns, man. Yeah, and I can watch when Gus dies on Lonesome Dove. I get teared up mm-hmm. every time, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Lonesome yeah. Dove, classic, yeah. epic. Yeah. Yes, epic. Epics. I was watching it today, man. Like in between patients, nice. putting on Lonesome Dove just for no reason. That's cool. Oh yeah, that's a classic, man. I yeah. gotta find. I have a DVD. Yeah, you can. You can. It's go, like a, it's you, like a four disc DVD. Four disc, yeah. <laughs> but you, it's easy. Just go to YouTube. You can just watch it. The piece oh yeah. Like that. yeah. All right. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. My wife laughs at me all the time. Just, uh, you know, I, I, I literally like American Idol. Oh, dude, American oh, Idol makes me uh, just ball. E.M. Tongi. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He just sang with James Blunt. Ah, yeah. Boom. Mm. Yeah. Little, yeah. little, little, like teared up there. You know. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't fight it, man. No, I don't mind crying. Yeah. No, just that we. Well, and on a serious note, we, we every show it comes, it comes out that mental health and yeah. you know crying is healthy in yeah, a general yeah, it is. way. Sure. You know, it's it a is. feeling that you should not push away you yeah know? and yeah. uh and we talk about therapy and uh oh, yeah. you know different things and it's absolutely a-okay to do that and you know um we just some friend you know, military friends of mine just released a song about mental health for vets and and you um, yeah and me yeah you were and, there uh, yeah i was there <laughs> yeah man uh, yeah, that was pretty cool man <laughs> thanks man. yeah i saw you on it with my man listen to him on the morning mix when i was in college you know oh yeah. yeah 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 remember the whole lineup stain five fighting yeah, you know, it's just incubus. a. That's another divine yeah. interve- intervention thing, you know. Since we're talking about mental health, I, w- I didn't want to talk about myself, but I will. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, John Androsic, I think is how you say it. Uh, for five for fighting, you know, it's just I've never met the guy, I didn't know anything about this, but um, the other main writer with myself, uh, Jason Hauk, who's a retired um, major, we had him in here on a couple episodes, and he, uh, we, him and I started writing a song, and he had the lyrics, and I came up with like the vocal melody and the guitar. It took like two hours, and we met up with Pine Gap Audio and Robert Dufresne and Chelsea Davis and uh, uh, Joel Boswell uh, with Pine Gap Audio, and, and we we finished the song. And um, man, the retired major Jason, he he just um, he's a big advocate of the Afghanistan people mm-hmm. and uh, very vocal about it. And so is John from Five for Fighting, just randomly like he's a big. Mm. He actually even with Ukraine, he he played a concert in Ukraine like shortly after in wow. Kiev, shortly after the war started. Like wow. that's how crazy. Like the dude is is yeah. legit and very very passionate about the american people and and mm-hmm. the people that are oppressed or whatever so that's how they met they're both like uh on this uh, foundation called global 
um, Global Citizens of Afghanistan or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's how they met. And he was like, he, he said, hey, we, we wrote this song. And he sent John an email. He said, hey, will you sing on it? And, you know, n- normally that never works, you know. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so so wow. we, we started recording it and we sent it over to him and his studio. He said, I'm on tour for a couple of weeks, but I'll, I'll get to it, you know. And sure enough, he, he sent it back to us, had his man. studio record it, sent it back to us, and he's singing on it. I'm like, man, this is man. crazy. I'm singing next to a plat- platinum artist, you know. Yeah, so, you legitimately awesome. are. Wow. Yeah, so that was a cool thing. And, and But rewind, it's, it's about mental health. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that whole project is about um you know prevent trying to prevent suicide in in the veteran community and Mm -hmm. and it's rampant right now yeah and uh you know but even if you're not a veteran you can you can the song is very relatable and it's it's just about it's literally it's called hold on and hold on reach out i mean hold on reach out and it's not just you a lot of times the person that's struggling doesn't have the courage or not the courage but just doesn't want to reach out or be a burden on anybody else so really it's also about the other veteran reaching out to their friend or a friend reaching out to a friend you know so that you have somebody to talk to and if you don't to talk to a therapist reach out to somebody you know so yeah, yeah. that's the whole thing about mental health is they're, just, they're, therapists are great man i mean i'm i'm not opposed to it I, i've had to talk to one before mm-hmm, yeah. yeah when i'm i got real sick back in 2000, uh, like 10 or 11, I and I ended up at the Cleveland Clinic. Mm. And uh, my biggest thing was that they had me on um, a bunch of medications that, but they, the side effects were combating. Mm. So I, I never forget it. I was at work and um, I told my boss I hadn't slept in probably like four days. Mm. And um, I was still working out. And I came down and I asked him, I said, Have You ever seen the play Macbeth or heard of? He's like, Yeah. I said, that's what I'm like seeing right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, yeah, you need to go over to EAP right now. Mm-hmm. Don't even clock out. Long speed it all the way up. Best thing I could have did because what I had, the, the meds they had me on, I tried to just, so oh, I don't need to take it. Like cold turkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's, man. Yeah, you yikes. talk about, woo. And eventually... Talking with the therapist. That's why I post a quote on Facebook every morning. Mm-hmm. I always look forward I, to that. I started that 13 years ago, and um, she told me, I want you to do something for yourself versus uh, trying to do for others. If, along the lines of she was saying, you don't accept when people might thank you just for a simple training session. You always try to deflect the thanks. She said, that's, that's also not really a good quality when you might be going through something mm-hmm. so you don't accept the the things or the gratitude so she said so i started posting that quote and i was about four months in and i said i'm gonna stop posting this thing man because i that was my homework assignment with her and i had made it to the end and i wanted to keep it for myself and one of my buddies i was just talking with him he lives in charlotte i said man i'm about to stop posting about to start posting that that quote and he's like man don't do that he said I might not hit like on it, but yeah, it does something for me. And from from this guy, he owns businesses, and like I was like, you? He's like, yeah. He said, you, he said you never. He said you didn't go to. You weren't doing it for likes. You were doing it for yourself. But it started affecting other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm, I've been doing it 13 years. And um, but it started with I had to write down a word, and that's how I had to express how I was feeling. So if you look at mine over the years from when I first started to where I'm at now, it's a lot different, like especially in the beginning part of it. Um, and then some of them are still applicable to kind of where I'm at now. But yeah, it was a time you could see like, or, well, some didn't see it, but it was some hurt in there. 
um, or what I was going through. And like I said, but it's all because of my therapist uh, that I saw. And I saw her for probably about a year, a year and a half. And um, yeah, we're, we're we're great friends now. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So when you say you would come up a word, is this a quote that you? Just a quote uh, that you create, or you come uh, up with a word and find a quote to. Yeah. So what I would do, um, um, yeah, I would just literally because it, it it was so easy to come up with one then because of what I was going through. So I just come up with it, and then I would just go to this this bank I had of quotes, um, but go backwards. My father gave me like about third twenty. 15 quotes when I was younger and I had them on my wall in college and I would wake up every morning to read it. Mm. So a lot of like a lot of them actually um, kind of reminded me of that stuff. It was all like positive stuff and overcoming adversity. Um, so, yeah, I would have one word. And I, I had to email it to her and she would say or she would send me a word and say, this is how this is what I got from my session this week. I want you to find something like that. And, you, and then once you do the one. You take what you're feeling the next day, and that's how you do your quotes. And that's kind of how I got started, man. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So yeah. Yeah. Great to hear, you know, that, you know, when you're struggling through things, whatever it is, you know, you can get through it. And yeah. you, but sometimes you need help. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah, of times yeah. you need help, and there's nothing wrong with that. And mm -hmm. there shouldn't be this stigma about it, you know. We're just we're here, sitting here. We just try to preach the same thing, you know, like yeah. just reach out and man, talk to somebody. Yeah. You know? We're all human. We're all people. And. I think, you know, it's it's so important to have that connection, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to, or at least part of it, is building that connection with somebody in a time when you feel isolated and feel yeah. alone. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I see it a lot with, um, uh, that's what's cool about being a chiropractor, too. Um, we... And even when I was a trainer, too, but you, you're not just treating somebody like you, you're... Sometimes it's not about the adjustment; it's about listening to what they got to tell you. Mm -hmm. um, and they walk out feeling better too, just because. First off, um, I do care, and one thing I do, uh, and it's, it's, I'm blessed to have this. I can see a patient; it could be three or four months, even like a, almost a year. I can pick up the conversation just like we had before. And if you're able to do that, that kind, you know, they appreciate that too because it shows you're actually listening. Mm -hmm. um, but and then, you know, you, you, you treat them and stuff, but and then a follow up email just to, and it's actually coming from you versus uh, not coming from you. Um, and then they'll come into an appointment like, you know what, hey, like I was going through something. You, you just never know what somebody's going through, you know, yeah. and, and for as a chiropractor too, the luxury is people typically walk into your office, maybe in pain, but they walk out feeling better. Mm -hmm. As a patient said today, he said. It must be a real joy to know, like, because he's, he's getting better, too. But he said, you get an instant reward almost. Like, you're, you know, you don't have to wait, uh, you know, weeks and weeks. It's literally, I feel better already. Or you get an email back saying, thank you so much. I'm able to do this. And it's like, I didn't sign up for it because of that, but that's just a, a benefit of it. Mm -hmm. But also, too, just mentally wise, you're potentially helping somebody that's been in pain, like, for months or years mm -hmm. you know it's like you know it, it, that's the cool part about it but it, it's also um um it's one of those things where uh i knew that makes me it reinforces i made the right decision mm -hmm. to do that so yeah. 
Yeah. So you get something from it, you know, and it helps you. It helps you too to help yeah. other people. I mean, yeah. that, that's what I've noticed too. Like uh, with myself, I like I like to volunteer for things and what I can, and I, I sometimes I over volunteer, which you know I try to do what I say, you know, hundred twenty percent of the time, but. Sometimes I, my wife would tell you I do too much. Yes, for sure. But uh, but anyway, I, I love it. Feels good to help people, you know. Even if it's something small, like it feels good to dev- devote your, some time to it, you know, and know that you're you really are passionate about helping others because it helps you too. Like it, it's a cyclical yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I mean, thank totally, you, man. Yeah. You so, know, that's that's one of the things that um, I would say probably when you, we were talking about St. Louis, uh, our school emphasize that a lot too like some people don't know like certain schools might be more so about like volume practices where they want you to like you want to see like a lot of people or they might be more about um expressing the philosophy but uh, ours was really big on patient interaction and um i'll give you an example would be like you would come in as a patient but they have actors come in and simulate it mm-hmm. And it wouldn't even be about the adjustment. It's about finding out that this parent, that this person's son has cancer. Mm. But if you don't ask the secondary questions, you don't even get that. And guess what? You you flunked that assignment. But luckily, as a trainer for 10 years here, you're training somebody for an hour. You you, you get through all that stuff. So, um, And it becomes more natural. Um, so when it comes to like uh, – it's it's so nice to do it when you're not trying, if you will, because then it's it's genuine, um, and that's what some classmates would struggle with that because they hadn't worked in an industry or worked in a field where they had to. Um, it's just basic communication with people, mm-hmm. reading body language, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, but our whole office is built like that. As soon as you come through the first the the, the first person you see at the like you come through the door. We're all kind of like that. So it's like you might even talk to one of the assistants up front. They might say, so-and-so has this going on. You know, you know, you might want to take this angle. And sometimes I'll tell patients, it's it's not going to be good to treat you today. You know what? Let's just um, – you might need to just go home, you know, because it's not going to work today. You know, and we'll just comp that visit. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, so that, that's another 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 benefit of that job too. You, you get to do stuff like that and see that, and patients appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. they appreciate it. You oh, know? Yeah. And that makes me feel good because, uh, like you say, you're doing something nice for somebody, but it's not like you're. Um, uh, how can I put it? It's not. It's not as if it's a script. Mm-hmm. It's it's just pure. Yeah. And when it's pure both benefit from it versus Absolutely. you scripted it you know so oh yeah. yeah it's nothing worse and you know and kudos some people aren't able like i get it everybody's different some people aren't as you know people uh what's the word the communication is not yeah. as good like you know for instance my wife like i'm a people person you know oh yeah and there's nothing wrong with this my wife really isn't you know yeah. she doesn't want to she you know and that's and that's great and that's awesome we all have our own our own thing but um i think as a people person you realize you know you want to see the good. You want to see something positive out of everybody you meet, and then yeah. you can sort of. There's an empathy thing there. I yeah. think that you, you we might be a little bit more heightened 
to yeah. that empathy yeah. thing where you're like, hey, how how you doing? I see something in your body language, your eyes, or yeah. let's talk, man. I'm I'm an open book, you know, and probably my family. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I, obviously certain things aren't to be talked about, but like, you know, I, I want people to open up to me, and I want to open up to them. I yeah. want to know about them. I want to know if I can help or if they can help me, and that's why I think I've been successful in the things that I've done. You know, locally is just I, I really care about people. You know, like oh, I yeah. really do, and I, and I think you do too. And and that's uh, you know, that's that's something that we've been gifted. I think because some people aren't built that way. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, just just like with our class, uh, we started doing annual class reunions after COVID, and um, it's uh, it's not it's it's not formal. Um, anybody can show up. Ones that might either either moved away when they from high school or whatnot or didn't finish with us. Um, and what our page is kind of turning to, you know, I, I I think one of the other friends is somebody that created it. But either way, um, like kind of like he was saying, I, I just kind of, it was easy for me to step into the role to be like, hey, you know, I kind of, I'll go in there randomly say, hey, how's everybody's family doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not married with no kids, but just you, you do that, and then you also got to put sad news on there too. But mm-hmm. I would say our class is definitely, it's gotten closer, um, and it, it doesn't necessarily show on that page, but you see some people interacting on social media that forgot about somebody. Or like, and Tony saw somebody that it, uh, at the one two years ago, and he didn't realize that the class based dad was his teacher. It is like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We 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 yeah. graduated together, yep. Because nobody looked like he had a lot of hair. And this guy had you know a different type of hair, and they were like, wow, that is you, you know, yeah. yeah. And it was like instant reconnection, cool, you know. So yeah, but our reunion. uh some a lot of people regret it not coming to that one because people are like, oh man, it's not going to be whatever. But it might have been like thirty of us there, but it was some people hadn't seen each other since high school, mm-hmm. and so then I said, you know, what, let's just do an annual one, and then every fifth year we'll do like a formal one. And the fun part about it is, um, you get some people there that that didn't come to the other one. Like one of our buddies came all the way down from Connecticut. You know, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'll be back this year. So I threw out the every 10 years because, you know, you never know when, when your time is. But why can't why why can't we get together every year? And now other classes are kind of trying to adopt that, too. But the one thing is, though, our class, but with our page, it stays busy in a sense. Like, you know, something at least like once a month, somebody putting something versus stagnant because mm-hmm. it's hard to wheel somebody back in if you hadn't put nothing on the page in like three or four years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I definitely like doing that too, though. Yeah, yeah no, that's good. And we, we appreciate it because you do keep, keep – high school, I feel like everybody's – life is actually a bunch of mini lives you know <laughs> like, yeah. like you really have these these moments of year or two or three or four or whatever it is that was a, a huge kind of uh, chapter in your life and, yeah. and yeah. like for me college is like what did I was I even there? I really not 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 for certain. Well, you know, I went to Appalachian State, so that's yeah. probably why. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. um, Eagle Talon days. Yeah. The car was it a Talon? Oh, it was a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Okay, you know? it looked oh, like yeah. the Talon. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, actually, when I first started going there, it was a uh, maroon or burgundy, if you will, uh, Honda Civic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, then I graduated to the the Eclipse. Man, that was, that was a trailblazer. Cool yeah, and that was. Uh, 
I had a Trailblazer later on, but okay. Bo, yeah. Bo had, do you remember Bo had the, the peppermint? Oh, yeah. They called one. it the peppermint uh, blazer. With the, running, <laughs> with the running boards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was white and, and weird red, red color. Just oh, look yeah. up peppermint. It had stripes, you know. It was uh, it was really interesting. So. That was a sweet one, man. Yeah, we appreciate you bringing everybody kind of together, and I think you're good at that, you know. And and it uh, it's nice to see, you know, because I haven't, I haven't thought – I just, like I said, I have so many little lives that I'm, I'm like, yeah. w- was I really there? And some that were really important in my life. And not that the others weren't, but like that just affected me a different way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's nice yeah. to have those people who try to bring people in that, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think it's just because um, uh, our class has been through a lot in the last few years with, mm-hmm. you know, losing some classmates and it's, it's going to bring us even closer. But I would say uh, the it's hard to think, man. We graduated, you know. 22 years ago yeah i don't feel like i just walked across the stage but i definitely don't feel like it's been 22 years yeah Um, you know but in actuality yeah (laughs) crazy yeah Yeah. and now these now it's weird seeing like we call them kids and we're we're the old people now we're like all these kids these days you know but uh, but they are kids yeah but it's weird seeing like you know everything about uh like what well Especially f- basketball, probably, but but football too. Like ninety percent of the people on that field are way younger than you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> well, well, that too. I mean, you look at it from a standpoint. Um, you know, we we didn't have cell phones in high school. Yeah, <laughs> we used to write notes. Yeah, you know. So, but that's only twenty some odd years. So, yeah, yeah we were that last generation where you write the note, you, you call it the house. <laughs> if you don't got three way. You know, they're not getting through a call waiting, you know. Oh, yeah. And it's like, man, I sound old when I'm telling this 15-year-old that. He's looking at me like, you that old? I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, yeah. So. But, I mean, I not, but yes, yeah. because technology is, that's what people are, me- you know, you measure time that way. My oldest nephew is 21. He's only known smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Well, I remember, hey, I, you know, so talk about trying to build my confidence in sixth grade, seventh grade. I remember... Uh, you remember Destiny? Yeah, yeah. I don't yep. know if I should say her name, but uh, anyway, I had this big crush on her. Yep. <laughs> it's sixth grade, and I, and you know we that was before cell phones, so we had it was the landline, you know. So mm-hmm. I remember all day at school, I was like, all right, I'm gonna ask her out to whatever it was, the middle school dance or whatever. I'm like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and I had no business asking her out. She was like <laughs> yeah, the real yeah. popular girl, yeah, and I was like, yeah. I was like, still had the metal frames she at was, that time. She and, was like Topanga off of uh, Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. For some reason, that's what I was already <laughs> yeah. picturing. And, and I was and I was I was screech. Was, you know, he was Mingus. He was, yeah, he Mingus. Was, <laughs> and I was like, nah, nah. See, I was just blinded by love, you know. And so I was all day. I was so nervous. I was like, when I get home, I'll get back to mom's house, and I'm gonna call her. I got a number. I'm gonna call her. I remember calling her, and I was, <laughs> I was just, I couldn't even speak. And she was, just, she was nice about it, but she was just like, I don't remember what was said, but I just know that I was, I was heartbroken. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but you had to wait all day. You know, of Wait course, because of course I couldn't do it in person. You know, who, yeah. who would do it? You know, not going to do <laughs> yeah, it in person. Right. I mean, come Wait on. all day. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to call her. So yeah, I waited all day and I built up the courage. I dialed the number and I called her and, and then I cried for a little while, you know, but, yeah. but it was, it was, you know, you had to do those things. Yeah. Right I, I had one of those too, man. Cause you, most people's <laughs> phone numbers were in the phone books. So I just looked somebody's <laughs> up. Man. I'm just going to call and I called, but. I made sure I did star 67 before, so it would private the number out there. Man, I remember when that came yeah. out. If her dad picked up, I was just going to hang up. He picked up, click, um, call me, click. All right, this is it. Click. And I just remember I waited like a week or two. 
She had a boyfriend by the end. And I told this person this story like 15 years later. We were out of high school because it was happening like in middle school time. Uh And they were like, that was you? Yeah, that was me. That was me that was calling. I just (laughs) couldn't pull the trigger. And um, The one that got away. Yeah. 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 This must have been (laughs) before the solo. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. The thing is, looking at a retrospect, um, (laughs) I actually like – Eventually, like, went over the house and played and stuff too. Just like, like, but it's like, man, y'all don't even know. I was the one that was terrorizing y'all, <laughs> hanging up from private caller. Uh, I made sure I always did Star Sixty Seven though, because you didn't, it's gonna yeah. be trouble, you know. Just get a call and. Yeah, I know what you, was that. I know what you did last summer, or or scream. Which one was it? one of those that? Oh, scream! Where he yeah, calls scream, and yeah. he's like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Your so. popcorn's burning. Yeah. <laughs> I know what movie you're watching now. That's one of my favorite Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, that was Jeff, guys. If you got calls back in middle school, <laughs> breathing in the phone, that was Jeff Moody, guys. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, someone thinking about it. It's all good. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> it's all worked out for all. I uh, know. Yeah, you know that's part of life. You got you got to get through. You know, think if only our hard times now were as hard oh. as that. You know, like or you know easy as that. Excuse me. Like you know, we were. Dev- I mean, I was devastated when she, she was like, "Well, no, I'm sorry." <laughs> you know, like well, oh. probably my one of my most devastating moments was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna name any of the names, and everybody that was at Brian Warner's house knows this. It was a spin the bottle game. Uh oh, I can name Brian because you know he was his birthday and. Yeah. The bottle would stop on me, and they would be like, he's our friend. We can't kiss him. He's our friend. Oh, no. So he's our friend went back home that day. Oh. And that's me. And I did sit-ups, push-ups, and squats every night. Every night. Came back the next – like, came back – because it was towards the summer. Came back the next year. Look a little different. I'm still a little chubby. The next summer, though, I upped it. And eighth grade's coming around. I came back. I was dunking a basketball, and I started getting attention, but I didn't. I, I wouldn't trust them. Mm-hmm. But that's how I started working out. So I've never needed motivation to work out. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need like I didn't need like a team, if you will, mm-hmm. or like because it was like I still think as a kid that the bottle didn't that the bottle stopped only he's our friend. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I went to lower my whatever. You don't think about that in the sixth grade. You just went whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's great to do it for health wise, but my main motivation was I did not get kissed to spend a bottle. Wow. Something that Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very Well, I mean, that is that's true motivation yeah. for a teenage boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then I basically became a personal trainer and all that stuff and but the root cause is that I can remember everybody that was at the house that they do. Wow. Well, I'll tell you, for me, thank God for guitar, you know, because I, I did not work out. I was very skinny. I was like a pole, a bean pole, you know, and uh, but I did have some pretty cool hair still. But, you know, God, God I miss it. Uh, but, yeah, I was skinny. I mean, actually, I was okay. I was good at soccer, you know, yeah. and I, I played baseball up until freshman year, so I had that too. Yeah. But uh, you know, as far as you know, what built my confidence was Matt Barnes, my cousin. You know, he, he had started playing like six months before me playing guitar, and I go over there all the time, and and he'd be like, "Man, look what I got!" And he'd play like Bob Seger, like Night Moves, uh-huh. and I'd be like, "Oh, man, that's the coolest thing!" And I saw him getting some attention from the yeah. from the girls, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to do this." You oh know, yeah, course, I'm not gonna work out. I mean, that's not gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, uh, but yeah, so I started playing guitar, and you know, 
it was the best thing that I ever did. Cause I remember when you played over at um, uh, John Manny's house. That's the first time I ever heard you sing. I'm like, mm-hmm. he breaks out the guitar. I'm like, what's, 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 what's TB about to do? <laughs> like, he can play, but what is he doing? And then I remember we sat there. It was like, man. Yeah, actually, he's good. I remember like, thinking, like, he's good. Never knew that. Because, like, and then next thing you know, we're going out to the to the, the house out in Seven Lakes. And I don't know who rented it, but they would have a show, like, once a month. And everybody's out there hanging out. And you were playing with the guys. And it's like, wow, we had our own little band, man. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that helped me step out of my my uh, shell too. And but even in college, I was still shy. Like when it came to singing, I wouldn't. I would sing for select few. Yeah. But I was afraid to sing in public, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so I, I jammed with my fraternity brothers and stuff, and and did a lot of that. Um, but after I left, came back home. That's when I when Justin and Harrison Ryan Harris, we all got together. And yep. Justin was like, "Let's move to Nashville." Just randomly, I was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's do it!" You know. Yeah. So we did. And uh, and I stepped out of my my comfort zone even more there because you kind of have to you know. Yeah. Um, but I still didn't sing. I, I was terrified to sing on stage. But I remember I was telling the story on one of the podcasts that uh, this this guy named Rodeo. They called him Rodeo. He was a real short guy, but a really good bass player. And he played for like some fa- fairly famous bands. And he would come to the show that we did every week. And I, I remember I used to dress horribly, like I, I was just, like I just got out of bed, you know, just like didn't. But you don't realize that that dressing the part. Yeah. is important sometimes. Oh, yeah. And it's not about being fake. It's about, you know, you need to build yeah. that instant when you meet somebody and yeah. you're in a certain role. Yep. You know, dressing is a certain way that can kind of bridge the gap to get you to talk or whatever. But he, I remember he always told me, he was like, look, Tony, man, you're a great guitar player, but did you ever think, like, you need to what, did you just get up this morning with that on and just come out here to the stage <laughs> yeah. in Nashville and play like this? And I was yeah. like, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, look. You need to you know, try to dress up, dress up a little bit, a little you know. Pride yourself, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, and I, I stepped out of my shell there. And then, you know, when Matt Barnes died, um, you know, in 2007, I did a tribute CD for him and yeah. sang a song yep. that we used, that one of the first songs that we learned how to play. And uh, and I gave it, to, I printed like 500 copies and gave it to family and friends. And I remember people telling me, Tony, man, you, you got you sound like Matt, man. You got to start singing. Yeah. And Matt didn't care. Matt would sing at any party. Oh yeah, he was just like. Oh, I'm not prepared. Break out the guitar and just sing yeah. all these great songs, and yeah. and I think that was a big inspiration for me to kind of step out fully into my adult, sh- out of my adult shell and into adulthood. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what did it for me, but I didn't play music and I didn't work out, so <laughs> I'm the odd man out here. Well, I'm sure there's something. There's there. something. Yeah, I mean, well, talk. First of all, just talking on something like this. Yeah, uh, I mean that that has to be huge because yeah. I mean. For me personally, uh, public speaking, um, I, I didn't struggle at it, but uh, I was always in a position where I had to speak or make a speech or do something. Mm-hmm. And like I was Bob Cratchit in the Christmas play in the second grade. I never forget nice. it. <laughs> and then I skated around the room to Jailhouse Rock um, spring program. Nice. And then, Classic. but I was still like shy, but it was that chorus moment in the village. Cause when that happened, I was like, okay, I kind of like this. So, mm-hmm. but I got to make sure I don't direct the wrong attention, but yeah, so that, mm-hmm. that was kind of like my moment, but looking back at it, uh, it was my moment, but I, my singing career ended, Two months later, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Well, yeah, I'm a little sad, man, because we uh-huh. could we could think of all the singing and playing we could have done in high school, man. Uh, you know? I was good. I was, you know, I, I was just hanging out. You know, I was yeah. making sure everybody else was all right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, in another life, yeah, uh, Jeff would not. Be, well, he could still be a doctor, but he would have been a, a, a Mick a Jagger, singing, if you a will. A singing like. doctor. Yeah, <laughs> a singing doctor. There you go. Hey, that's I, something. I, that's I an angle. That. I'm going to go back to my afternoon patient and start singing, um, you know, in a uh, tenor to him. You know, yeah. Yep, yep, okay, this is weird. I quit. Yeah. Yeah, right. There you go. Hey, it's never too late to pursue your dreams, Jeff. Yeah. Yep, you're right. You're that's right. right. So if singing comes along, man, you know, the singing doctor would be a, a good. back up. Well, you, yeah. you already got the singing doctor, uh, the surgeon. That's viral. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I'm we kind of look rock. similar too, if you get what I mean, too. So oh. he, he he already has that. So <laughs> well, I got to let him have that. But I could be the singing yeah. chiropractor. But yeah. yeah. Well, I thought about the whole singing realtor thing, and and it sounds all fun, but you don't want to be known as the the yeah, exactly. the, the little cliche or whatever. It is. What is it called? the little shtick? You don't want to have like right. that. You know? Oh yeah. You know. I mean, you could have a shtick, but sometimes it just. Yeah, and well, then, you, you've you've already carved your carved your lane out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've already carved it out. Yeah, you know, and, right. and, it's, and it's good the way it is, man. Yeah, the no, Tony right. Barnes. Yeah, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. No, but I appreciate it, guys. And uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, we could talk. This is so fun. I, I, that's why I love this and talk all day long. You know, it's it's great having you here, Jeff. Um, you know, you tell us when you need to go. Um, you need to get pretty soon. You need to go yeah. take a nap. Yeah. Well, let's let's go. <laughs> Watch yeah. uh, Lonesome Dove. And well, you know, I've been up since 3.30, you know. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to take a little nap because I get a two-and-a-half-hour lunch break. And it's mm. technically, I'll be getting off right now, so it's oh, perfect man. timing. So, oh, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, I'll grab that's... some food, there you go. take a little nap, get up. Yeah. You know, lay on the massage table at the office. There you go. And start start it back over for the afternoon. That's awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you here. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your, your your practice and where people can find you. And, and so you can find us at uh, pinehurstchiropractic dot com, or you can call nine one zero two nine five twelve fifteen. And we also you can book appointments, new appointments online also too, which is a new option. Um, everything's pretty accessible on there. You can also go to our um, Bios, that's the doctors, is me, Dr. Dr. Jason Clewis, Dr. Tommy Clewis. Uh, you can even see our backgrounds, what we have to offer. Uh, we also offer massage therapy, too. Um, we have uh, three therapists there, and everything's accessible online, which you can also call um, between the hours of 8 to 12 and then from 1.30 until 4.45. Um, but on Thursdays or our half days, we get off at it. We close at 12 o'clock. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Y'all go check out uh, Piner's. You said Piner's Chiropractor, right? Piner's Chiropractor. Y'all yeah. check them out. Check, uh, check Dr. Jeff Moody. I call him the mayor, but I guess doctor will work. What, mayor Moody. There we <laughs> go. I like that. Yeah. So uh, if you see him out and about, say hello and, uh, you know, share the business and, uh, you know, get get some people over there. I know I, I'd been saying it for years. I need to get in there. I, I just, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was gonna actually. That's why I invited you. I was gonna see if you could just you know help me out before I go. Throw, toss him up on the table. Sign, throw me up. Yeah, yeah. Sign a risk and release. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna break my back. Yeah, no. no. So thank you so much, Jeff. It's I good to see it, you, man. man. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure. Hopefully, we'll run into each other again soon, man. It's been a pleasure. So Sounds thanks good. a lot, Frank Daniels, executive producer, Tony Barnes. The Tony Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Well, uh, how do we? We're still trying to figure out how to sign off here. This yeah. is really, this is yeah. really embarrassing. Sounds right. like I just um, need. 
half days on Thursday. That's all. That's yeah. that's what I took away from yeah. this conversation. Well, you know, hey, that's that's the benefits of uh, you know being a chiropractor, planning chiropractic. There you go. You got to go back to school. So. Okay, that's all right. right. School yeah. first. School first. All right. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Or longer. Yeah. Well, uh, is this where we say goodbye? Goodbye. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. I'm still talking. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay.